0: we're talking about potentially one of the more frustrating characteristics of God today on God's Word Gives Hope. Welcome to the God's Word Gives Hope podcast, where we are passionate about connecting His word to your life. This podcast provides opportunities to further feed your soul or simply be replenished by listening. We are glad you're here. Welcome back to God's Word Gives Hope. I'm Amy. And I'm Janae. So we are in our fourth and final week of our Know Who You Follow series. But before we dive in, we want to share what's coming up next. First of all, we plan on going strong with you through the holidays. It is our desire to help you stay focused on Christ during the crazy of Christmas by helping you stay in His Word. So whether you're getting ready for a Christmas party, Christmas concert, wrapping presents, shopping, decorating, driving to and from... All the things, oh goodness, or I'm
1: exhausted.
0: maybe laying on the couch, recovering from something like that. Um, these are going to be great times to listen to the podcast and stay in God's word through the holidays. We'll release one on Christmas day and on New Year's day, because if you didn't know this, both of those holidays fall on a Monday this year. These will be a little bit shorter than our normal, but we will pack them full of encouragement and we'll plan to keep them under about 10 minutes. And then we'll be back strong January 8th to help you start your new year well. Next week, we'll begin our Christmas series, which we are super excited about. So stick with us until the end of today's podcast, and we'll share a little bit more about that.
1: Ding dong, the Christmas bells are ringing. So are you playing Christmas music at your house, Janae? Absolutely not. It's not, Thanksgiving
0: hasn't happened. Yeah, but Thanksgiving is a day and Christmas is a season. And if I get to claim a birthday month, then Jesus gets more than one.
1: Oh, I feel like I was just, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, we aren't going to start ringing the Christmas bells quite yet because we have one more final characteristic of God. So let's get started. Well, this week's characteristic is unique in the fact that it is conveyed throughout the entire Bible, kind of like the concept of the Trinity, but there is not necessarily a name of God or a characteristic that is stated in the Bible yet. We have names and phrases we use for God that reflect this concept. Like, have you ever heard? He's the 11th hour God. Or what about the right on time God? Or, and I don't like this one, but it is so true. And I do quote it a lot. God is more about the journey than the destination. (laughs) So we want to talk today about the God we follow who is un hurried.
0: Oh, I'm excited about this. And although we can't cover all of the verses that demonstrate it, we are going to have a pretty thorough overview today from our notes. Um, First, think about all the times that the Bible calls us to wait on him. There are so very many. This idea of waiting is used over a hundred times in the Bible. And because this is a characteristic of God, his timing, his unhurriedness It requires us to cultivate the discipline of waiting in our lives, which, can I just go ahead and say, I am terrible at this.
1: Oh, the waiting, the waiting. We're just going to sing today. That's just... uh,
0: Janae has a case of the sillies.
1: That is from Shrek the Musical, and we sing it all the time when we're frustrated around the house. We just break out into that. So, yes, waiting is so frustrating sometimes. It's hard to do. I...
0: I want to say so much more, but we're going (laughs) to not make them wait. We're going to keep going. Um, So the Psalms are full of messages of waiting on God or waiting, as Janae says it. Um, Psalm 27, 14 says, wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Or what about this one? Psalm 135 through six. I will wait for the Lord. My soul waits in his word. I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning, more than those who watch Mm -hmm. for the morning. I just think about that person who is laying in bed at night. Life is so hard and they're just going, could the sun just come up? Can the sun just come up so I'm not by myself with this heartache? And that deep soul ache, even here, we wait on the Lord and we hope in his word.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good stuff. In Ecclesiastes 3.1, it tells us that for everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. And then it goes on to give, this, give us a long list of examples. Mm-hmm. And in verse 3, it says there is a time to break down And a time to build up. And I just think about that. We have these friends up in Tennessee that literally are building their own house and they've actually been able to move into it. I don't really know. Them building? Yes. I mean, they had other people helping, but they literally, they they and their daughters, he's a builder and they just did it. It's that's impressive. Fantastic. But it building takes time. Mm -hmm. So and there's the very nature of God's creation also communicates to us the the timeliness and the sense of unhurriedness that God has for us. We are here in North Georgia in peak autumn. And having lived in Florida for so many years before we moved up here, I am just loving re-engaging with this season and this time. And one of the things that stood out to me this year that I've noticed is right now, we have trees that are completely naked. They have lost all their leaves. Bless. While we have other trees, that are somewhere either in full color or partial color, partial green. And then I have this beautiful Japanese maple out front that is 100% still green, hasn't even started to turn yet.
0: She's waiting until all the other colors are gone so that she stands out the
1: most. (laughs) I love that. Well, that's just one little tiny piece of God's creation that reveals an unhurriedness to life. In Habakkuk 2.3, the new RSV updated edition says, For there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks to the end and does not lie. If it seems to tarry, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. And the New Living Translation puts it this way. This vision is for the future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely take place, it will not be delayed. And there we have it again that idea of waiting patiently on our part for what God is doing and what he is unfolding.
0: Mm, as I was looking for just examples in the word of this characteristic of God, um, I found Isaiah 14:24. It just simply says, and this is God speaking, It will all happen as I have planned and will be as I have decided. And just makes me think of his omniscience. And if that word is new to you, it's just a really fancy way of saying he knows everything. Every thought, every person, every happening, he knows it all. And not only does he know it, but because he is a living God, he is sovereign over it all. Psalm 33, 13 through 15 says, the Lord looks down from heaven and sees the whole human race. From his throne, he observes all who live on the earth. He has made their hearts so he understands everything they do. And that line, he understands everything. I think that can be really hard for us because when something happens that doesn't make sense, usually around death or illness, and we just don't understand the only place that we can rest is knowing that God is sovereign and that he is still good. The name of God that actually means sovereign ruler of the universe is El Elyon. And you might be sitting in a circumstance right now, exhausted in the waiting, and you need to call on El Elyon, your sovereign ruler to be with you. That will help you trust in his timing as unhurried or unknown as it may be.
1: Well, another piece that reveals God's unhurriedness is we know that God is concerned first and foremost with the condition of our hearts. In 2 Peter chapter 3 verses 8 and 9 it says, "A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day." The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some may think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. And I love that. He is being patient. So Peter is telling them and encouraging them that God is being patient for your sake. He is working things out in you and the lives of others. Mm-hmm. God wants as many people as possible to be with Him. The word patience is another characteristic of God that reflects His unhurriedness.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, In the blog, I talk about how important this is to me personally. I mean, if I were God, Amy, (laughs) I would have given up on me a long time ago, and I would have been so frustrated with me. I'd be like, (laughs) oh, here Janae goes again. When will she ever learn? Mm But no, because God is sovereign and he knows he is also patient in God-type ways that Mm. make no sense in our human way of thinking. But I am utterly grateful for his patience with me. I don't know if any of you listening would agree with me. While on one hand, I may want God to hurry up and act, but on the other hand, I am indebted to him that he is unhurried with me. Mm. In Joel chapter 2, verse 13, it says, Rend your hearts and not your clothing. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And this idea that God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding and unfailing love was first communicated by God Himself to Moses when God passed by him. And this is recorded in Exodus 34. Then the Lord passed by in front of him and proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord God, compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness and truth. Oh my
0: gosh, I love that because it is God himself saying, I am unhurried. And it does not just mean unhurried in the thing that we want him to do, but he is unhurried in anger. He is unhurried in frustration. Right. I bet my family wishes I was unhurried in anger and frustration. more of that God characteristic yes. in us, right? <laughs> so, okay. So let's get practical here. So how do we deal with life when our God is not in a hurry and we really want him to be? Um, I think it
1: goes back to the waiting that we talked about earlier. We must learn to wait well. Right. So we wait, and then we also match in that waiting, we trust in the sovereign God, El Elyon, and his wisdom, even in the tough times where we would certainly do things differently. And I think it's important to note, like,
0: waiting is active. This is not a passive activity. Time is going to pass either way, right? But just like you can, the difference between hearing and listening is incredibly important. That's the same thing with waiting. We wait with action. We wait in faith. We wait trusting. We seek him. We continue in the thing he's given for us to do until we see him move. So we wait, we trust, and then we remember that God is a God who sees us. We see that God is a God who is here with us. And as the living God, he will act in his time. One of the things he promises to do is give us that patience that we need in Romans fifteen five. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude and mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had. Other translations use the word patience or perseverance. So again, as we wait, we don't wait in frustration, but we wait actively trusting God. Very good.
1: Well, I hope that is helpful to you, listener, and wherever you are in wanting, you realize this. You know that God is unhurried, but we haven't thought about that in that way. Well, as we bring this series of knowing who we follow, the God we follow, to a close, we wanted to reiterate the importance of knowing Him. In Psalms chapter 91, verse 14, the New International Version says, Because He loves me, says the Lord. I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. And the CEV says it this way. The Lord says, if you love me and truly know who I am, I will rescue you and keep you safe. And then I love the Amplified. It says, because he set his love on me, therefore I will save him. I will set him securely on high because he knows my name. He confidently trusts and relies on me, knowing I will never abandon him. No, never. Mm. So the idea here is that it's super important that we know God. And in this series, we have covered the God who sees mm-hmm. us, um, the God who is ever-present, the God who is living and active on our behalf, and then today, the understanding that he is unhurried, he is patient. Um. And that, those are so valuable, but there's so many more characteristics that we can spend in knowing the God that we follow.
0: Yes. And so if you want to dig in more, if this has sparked your interest a little bit to be able to, like we talked about last week, call out to God using a name specific to your situation, we want to give you some resources. There is a book called Lord, I Want to Know You by Kay Arthur. Now, this is probably the first and best study I've ever done on the names of God. To add to that, Jen Wilkin has a book series that when people ask me, hey, I want to know more about God, a lot of times I point them here. The first book is called None Like Him, and it has the ways and characteristics that are things that God holds alone, that nothing else in creation matches. But then what I love is the second book of the series is called in his image. And so it shows the ways that God has shared and implanted his character into us as his followers. I
1: love that. Well, two books also that have, I have used is Ann Spangler's books. One is Praying the Names of God and the other one is Praying the Names of Jesus. So you might wanna look into those as well. But this week, listener, we invite you to complete this sentence for this week's characteristic of God because I know God, that you are unhurried. In faith, I will.
0: Well, we hope that you have enjoyed our Know Who You Follow series. We want to wish you a lovely Thanksgiving holiday. Plan to be back with us next week as we kick off our Christmas series called Hidden Treasures, where we will be highlighting often overlooked scriptures that are tucked inside the Christmas
1: story. Wait. We don't get to have a peek at what that first treasure is going to be.
0: No, Janae, because if you remember, we are not in a hurry because we trust a <laughs> God who is not in a hurry.
1: Oh, so goodness.
0: November twenty seventh, we will drop that first treasure. So now to close our time, here's a beautiful scripture about waiting. It's from Psalm twenty five, four and five. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truths and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To go deeper with the blog, visit GodsWordGivesHope.com. For more information on coaching with Janae, visit JanaeShatleyCamp.com. And to partner with us to help make God's Word Gives Hope possible, visit our website and click the Give button.